So, remember last podcast <laughs> when I was talking about the uh, fresh and fit guys and how shitty their intro was? Oh yeah, it's kind of. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna take it to the extreme now that I said that about that. No more intro. Perfect. This is it. Podcast started, guys. Welcome, welcome for the ride. That's it. Also, I, you and you and Emily, you guys are now no fun when it comes to that stuff. What do you mean? Because when I bring up like a people who are controversial or something like that, I have a good time talking about that bullshit. But you guys like brush it off like, oh, it's just another one of these fucking guys. Well, because they're fucking idiots. Well, sure, but it's so much. It's it's fun to talk about, and then people love listening to. Because them. I don't want to give them more attention than what they really deserve. That's my thing. I guess that's fair. Because enough. it's kind of like when you have those um, people that put out shitty music, but like hit like over a million views on YouTube. Uh, a perfect example: Island Boys. All right. They're fucking retarded. They have the mm-hmm. worst music. They don't even have a fucking song, but they made millions of dollars because people like us was yeah. talking about them in a viral. So I just True. don't like giving shitty people like that time of day. I mean, yeah, they fucking suck. That podcast was terrible. They fucking, the intro was god-awful long. They set the women up on purpose. It's just, it was an awful podcast. It's just, I don't like giving them any more attention than what they really deserve. That's all. That's yeah. That's all I do. That's fair enough. Uh, but I don't know. I enjoy like watching content on people like that. So like to me, it seems like if we talk about it, there's other people who enjoy it. Obviously, because well, I'm not the only one in the it's world. It's probably like a popular podcast, so people know about it. So yeah, people will talk about it. And I can probably guarantee you that every single one of the people that listen to our podcast talking about that podcast can agree with you that it's a shitty podcast. Yeah. How many times can we say podcast in one podcast? Mm, podcast, podcast, podcast. No. <laughs> Um, do you want a, uh, water, Diet Coke? No, I got some cherry Coke right here next to me. Got that fancy mini fridge, you know? <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm talking about, boy. Uh, yeah, so I just want to apologize to all of our fans from last episode, man. That shit sucked. The audio was bad. Our new setup, we're still tinkering with it. So hopefully this episode is good. I think I've tested it like a million times before we started recording. But, uh, if it doesn't work, I'm sorry. We'll figure it out eventually. I think, uh, it'll be, I think it'll be fine. I'm but on that complete. note, talking about how shitty our podcast is, leave a five-star review. <laughs> Please no, leave a five-star no, review. No, no four stars. Only five stars only. I didn't even check last episode if anybody left one or not. So, But I will this next time. I'll, I'll keep checking. I'll well, keep if, they're, if they're true fans, they'll leave five stars. Five stars only. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Make sure that that mic is like rate-centered because that thing is not going to pick you up on the side. You don't need to have it like on your mouth, but just talk into the top of it. Yeah, there you go. Um, um, yeah, even even if we did really shitty, you should still just give us five stars. Yeah. I need a message. Our guest for the day, you want to keep the people entertained for two minutes? Um, Sure. So I was going through TikTok today, and I came across a TikTok where it was talking about flat earthers and how the earth really is flat. And let me tell you, those fucking, like, proof that they have that the earth is flat just makes you want to just... I can't <laughs> I can't say in the podcast. It makes you want to jump off the edge of the... It makes you want to jump off the edge of the planet, yep. Look at how full this is. That's what the cool. fuck, bro? But yeah, I, I was watching a TikTok and... <clears throat> I, I You know what? I honestly even forgot. It was something about... There's a big building in Canada, and if you stand on it, you can look over the lake into New York. And, like, there's supposed to be a curvature, but there isn't. But there's a lot to it because you have, like, you know, the mirage, and you have the what the curvature 
mm-hmm. um, formula and there's like there's a lot more to it but I don't know it's just it blows my mind that people actually still think that it is a flat earth like it doesn't it's wild to me like it's 2023 and you still think the earth is flat yeah I agree that just made a very loud noise sorry everybody and that just made a even louder noise. So, yeah, that's my um little what grinds my gears today. Flat earthers. Um. Okay. So before we bring our guest in, this is going to be kind of the new format of the show. Uh, I don't want to even do an intro anymore. We kind of just want to talk to you guys before the guest comes in, a uh, host comes in, have a little banter. Yeah. Uh, for today's episode, I decided to do something really stupid. So, <laughs> we have uh, a host coming. She's going to talk about some stuff, some familiar stuff, some backpacking, some hiking. Cool. Um, but then, halfway through her episode, I'm going to drag in. You guys have listened to him before. Bill Sawin. He's a metal vocalist. Hell yeah. From a few episodes ago, and we're going to see what happens when two strangers who don't know they're going to interact interact. And they don't even know they're interacting. With they don't know that. They're- <laughs> talk to each other. Hell yeah! So this is gonna be either super awkward or <laughs> I'm gonna go, I'm gonna vote for super awkward at first, but I think it'll yeah. it'll be okay. But either way, uh, something will happen. <laughs> so let's go ahead and drag our stay tuned next week on. Go ahead and drag our host in. Hey, 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 hey! Can you hear us? Hello. Deborah. Yes, hello. Hello. Are you going to be using a webcam or no? I can turn that on. Hang on. There you are. <laughs> cool. Hello. Hello. Let me hello. see how I can get All this right. organized. It's a little laggy before. Laggy? Yeah. No, seems alright. Okay. Cool. How's it going? It's good. It's going good. Yeah. Can't what? complain. Beautiful sunny day. Yeah, yeah. We it's sunny yeah. here. It's sunny here too. Yeah, it's sunny here, and the sun makes it feel really warm, even though it's not really that. I mean, it was warm. Well, forty degrees is warm. It, it what is. What are you talking about? No, but like, <laughs> this morning it was twenty. I think it was like twenty-one degrees, but it felt like really good because it was sunny. Yeah, that's uh, colder than it ever gets here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it might freeze in the middle of winter. We might get a few frosts. That's uh, it. Wow. Must yeah. be nice. Yeah, <laughs> we get snow up on the hills, but not down in town. So. Yeah, we get um, we get cold temperatures, probably starting all the way back in October, probably, and it lasts till probably well, it's March. So well, even last October, we had some warm days. Yeah, but that's when it starts going downhill. Okay, November. <laughs> this podcast is gonna be about weather. <laughs> uh, I will have to. Apologize if I seem distracted there. I was trying to get everything set up. This is the first time back that we've recorded with Zoo uh, Discord. We've been using Skype a shit ton, so yeah, that was mm, there was an issue with the audio. You guys are actually frozen for me. So. We're frozen. Um, oh no, yeah. that's no good. That's all right though. Well, I you're can not... see you. I just can't see you moving. You're not frozen for us, but it is laggy. <laughs> Yeah. Actually, the weird part is it's laggy on the screen we're looking at, but on the recording software, it's not laggy at all. Ah, okay. That's good, Okay. Yeah. Well, if we're frozen, that sucks, but it is what it is. Um, why don't you yeah. go ahead and just introduce yourself not only to us, but to our fans? 
Um, I'm Deborah. I live in New Zealand in a sunny town called Nelson, and I am the founder of an ultralight gear company as well as an avid through hiker. Oh, nice. So, yeah. What have you through hiked? Like, what trails? I walked uh, Te Araroa, which is the length of New Zealand, and then I walked the PCT and the Appalachian Trail as well. Nice. So, speaking of the PCT and Appalachian Trail, are you planning on trying to go for that big triple crown or no? It was meant to be 2020, um, but, you know, 2020 it was what it was. Yeah, um, right. And now I have a 10-month-old. So, yeah, ah, at some um, point, give, give me maybe six or seven years. And just bring a 10-year-old or a 10-month-old with you on the, the Triple Crown or the, when you do it. Yeah, well, no, the theory <laughs> is Some people do. Yeah. For him to be old enough to take himself, and then mm. we'll go and do it as a family. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then, uh, of course, at that point, my husband will have done the AT and the CDT, so then we have to go do the PCT again. So ah, my husband can finish his Triple Crown. Oh. Did you guys meet on trail or no? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, we yeah. met on the Appalachian Trail. Okay, okay. And he did the CDT after. He's, he's from Ohio. Oh, oh, Ohio. Yeah. yeah. And he moved to New Zealand. Yeah, he. Uh, that's a big move. Yeah. That's a big move that's for a, a relationship, that's, especially. That's a huge move. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> ah, he's oh, a he's yeah. a backpacker. There's no such thing as home. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we uh, it was it was a kind of forced upon us after COVID. Um, I was living in Canada, and he was living in upstate New York. Mm. And then they shut the border. Oh, <laughs> um, uh, that makes sense, and yeah. So, uh, and because of our relationship, the New Zealand government would let us both go back to New Zealand. And so we did. And oh, uh, we've been here ever since. Oh, okay. they did? They allowed you guys to go back even during all that? Yeah, because well, I was a, a New citizen. Zealander. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I was allowed to go back, and he was allowed to come with me because he was my partner. That's cool. Gotcha. Okay. Um, yeah. Well, that's a little bit of uh, romance. <laughs> yeah, romance. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so you were talking about how you have a business, and I deliberately didn't read that much into it because I wanted to hear you talk about it yourself on here. Okay. Yeah, so the business is called Kiwi Ultralight. Um, we've started out making ultralight quilts for, for backpacking, and now we also sell uh, tea cloths and fitted sheets. And uh, we're working on a tent and a pack at the moment. So. Oh, cool. Yeah, there's not much of an ultralight scene here in New Zealand. Um, so it's really cool getting to educate people about what ultralight means and also make gear and sell it. Well, can I ask what ultralight means? Because I don't know what that means. Yeah, this guy's not a backpacker either. <laughs> okay. Well, ultralight backpacking is typically when what we call your base weight, okay. which is everything in your pack, excluding food and water, weighs less than 10 pounds. Okay. That's like, if you want to look at a dictionary definition. But we try and look at it as more of like a minimalist mindset. So carrying less stuff so you can be more comfortable, you can walk further, you can reduce your injury risk. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, stuff. it's yeah. kind of, it makes sense. It's in the name, but I just wanted to ask to make sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. How is there because, not, you know, how, how is there not oh. an ultralight scene in New Zealand? I don't, I don't know why, how would that, make a difference location well well you know that i looked it up the population of new zealand is about the same as the population of minnesota oh our whole country and we're an island you know it's a 13 hour flight from la 
okay. to Auckland. Um, and it's like a three-hour flight to the nearest other country. Oh, wow. You know, so you're kind of isolated. So we're pretty isolated. It's expensive to get gear here because it's all imported. Well, mm. except for, you know, ours and a few other people who are making stuff here now. But mm. there's all that sort of thing. And then there's this weird, I don't know, old boys club or my way's the right way mentality where people seem quite resistant to uh, the idea of lightening their load. So, mm. yeah, you see a lot of, you know, 50-pound packs out there when you go out. Yeah, well, you say 50 pounds. Some people just do that because they want, like, uh, you remember Angelo, the episodes we've had with Angelo? Mm-hmm. We've had a guy on twice. His name's Angelo. He lives in Montana. He's a, he's a backpacker, but he's a chef. And so he likes okay. to bring, he likes to bring, like, gourmet stuff out to the trail with him. So he's carrying, like, what did he say? Like, a 50, 60 pound pack. Yeah, but. Because he, he's carrying frying pans. And, like, but, like, he, <laughs> he whips that stuff out and makes gourmet, like, four star meals on the campsite. And he said, screw me <laughs> in ultralight if it means I can't eat what I normally do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you what, I've been at a campsite where somebody pulled out a cast iron skillet and some bacon and eggs and started frying them up on the campsite. And, you know, you do get a little envious when people do that. Yeah. But. You know, to sling on my pack with one hand and, you know, go for a wander up the mountain is, is pretty nice well. So. Yeah. Well, and then it makes it more rewarding once you get to town and you can just pick out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I suppose I can't imagine walking, like, hiking and stuff with a 50-pound bag on your back, you know, versus 10-pound bag when you could, you know, still yeah. make it work. right. What are they considering ultralight these days? Yeah, so 10-pound Okay, yeah, way way less than what I hike with. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I hike with yeah. like a thirty pound bag. Yeah, that's with well, that's with. It's like the low end of traditional, I guess you'd say that yeah. was. That's with food and water, so I guess that's technically not true. Like Twenty four pounds, I think. Six pounds of food and water. That sounds right. <laughs> yeah, wow. I don't know for sure, but we've got this new thing, right? We've got ten months old now, so we've got the backpack carrier for him. Mm-hmm. And uh, he weighs more than a seven-day gear loadout would to me would oh, wow. have been before he was born. Yeah, and then and you've got him, and then you've got two people with the gear plus all the baby stuff, and so yeah, our ultralight days are on hold at the moment. Mm-hmm. The yeah, that's something I'm looking world. forward to to finding out because I have a she's five months old now. So, yeah. and I, I have not went hiking with her. I went hiking one time in October. We had a really warm day, but it was with a stroller. Obviously she was like one month old, <laughs> but, uh, I'm looking forward to having her. I have like a carrier carrier on my front side and then a backpack, but we'll see. We'll you, see how you think goes. in the summer you're going to hit some uh, trail. I'm thinking tomorrow <laughs> I'm going to hit a trail. <laughs> it's going to be like so 40, rewarding. 40 degrees. So yeah. yeah. Uh, we have, you should look into it. We have like a little rainproof merino lined cover that goes on the front pack like a little turtle oh. shell that like tucks in and, and keeps him really cozy when he was in the front pack that's a good idea because i was trying to figure out a decent way to keep her from getting too cold you know and like obviously yeah. i was just going to dress her and then put a hat on and maybe maybe do like a blanket or something over it but yeah but maybe that's a good idea that's uh i never even looked into anything like that so uh, I just had, we were going on an adventure, and I was like, oh, it's going to rain. We need something. And so I made one. But they'd sell them as well. Yeah. Do you know about the family that hikes with, uh, I think they have three kids. And one the of Bailey them. Bailey family? Maybe. They have a baby, or they had a baby when they were hiking the Appalachian Trail. 
That is crazy. Uh, I was thinking about that, and I was like, they like they like potty trained their baby at like a very young age, like very young, and they were hiking with a one year old. Yeah, one year old. The whole entire yeah. Appalachian Trail. Right. <laughs> yeah. That so what, the Appalachian Trail is hard enough with a lightweight pack and being just like a solo, fairly fit person. Like <laughs> the idea of carrying a baby throughout that is just and having three other kids. Yeah, that's, that <laughs> yeah sounds, it's, that, it's nuts. That sounds too rough. Having a kid just sounds kind of rough to me, let alone hiking. Oh, yeah, this guy over here. <laughs> I know. I, I want kids. Hey, just... <laughs> four or five months. Let's see what happens. Oh, hey. Just <laughs> uh, like sleep deprivation becomes normal. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Right. Especially when you're trying to do nine other things on top of having a baby. Yeah. Jake, you, you think that's in your future? Near future? Oh, no, yeah. I want to have kids. No, so. near future. I mean, I'm not getting younger. <laughs> I, Good answer. I, I, yeah, it is. Um, there's some things I want to get in line first. I know you're not going to fully prepare to have a baby. I understand that. But there's a lot of things that I can't control that I want to get in line first before I have a child. Yeah. Just just a few things. I think I, think yeah. I could probably see... I would say the next two or three years. Hmm. Sounds good. I wish that um, Emily had decided to be on this episode. Why? Well, because she, you said you have a 10-month-old. I'm sure that uh, yeah. Emily would love to pick your brain about being a mom because we're still new parents, and she is always asking everybody about children. But <laughs> I think, like, you know, I knew nothing when I... I'd, I'd never really been around babies, and then they gave me one. Well, I, I made one. They and gave you one. Here, take, take this. Ho- I just take it home, and, and I meant to know what to do with it. You can figure it out. Right? It is kind of a wild concept, yeah. It's like maternal instincts just kick in is what they say. You know? I was thinking that Absolutely. the Yeah, I was thinking that the other day. I had, like, a weird thought about being a parent. Like, it's currently the way it stands. It's the hardest thing I've ever done while simultaneously being easier than I thought it would be, which is, like, a weird thought to have. So it's like... Like, if I didn't look at any information about raising a child or any information about taking care of a baby, I feel confident I could still keep my baby at least alive. So, like, I can do it without any other information somehow. (laughs) It's pretty resilient. And, like, you know, they tell you when they're not happy. It's not like... (laughs) They tell you loud and clear. (laughs) See, what's wild to me is, like, there's people out there that... I don't think should have kids because you see how they are. They act in public and they have like two or three kids and it's like, okay, well, if they could do it, I can do it. You know, that's the way I look at it. But in a lot of cases, in the situations you're talking about. uh, They didn't mean to have them. Well, well, they they can, like I just said, I could keep my child alive, but can I do a good good job? That's the So, yeah, they're setting the bar real low is what you're saying. But (laughs) But what I'm saying is when I see them, I'm like, oh. Well, if they can do it, and the baby's alive, I can do it then. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, we're here to talk about <laughs> whatever you would like to talk about. Babies. Let's tell you what, when you have a baby, then suddenly talking about a baby all the time is perfectly fine. Yes, yeah, it's very let's strange. Let's not do yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> because I'll tell you what, when I didn't have a baby, and suddenly everyone talks about babies, I was like, oh, enough of the baby talk. <laughs> hey, I'm still that way. So I don't know if that makes me a bad person or not, but <laughs> oh, 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 the audio cut out for a second, but it's okay. Oh, you're right. No, it's okay. I think that because we're far away from each other, that the connection is. So... Yeah, we're so far away. Because she's on another day. 
Yeah, it's tomorrow. You're in the future. Yeah. <laughs> so, so what happens yesterday? What? what happened yesterday? Is it going to happen today? Maybe the sun will come out. The sun will go down. <laughs> tell us what horses to bet on, or something. Yeah, tell us what horses to bet on, so we can make millions of money. Yeah, no. Spe- I have no idea. Speaking <laughs> of horses, is uh, fuck, now I forgot the name. On the AT, when you get to go past the ponies, is that is that like everybody's favorite section? It was pretty cool. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> yeah. like, Did you camp I, next I to him or no? You fell over. No, no. <laughs> we were like, let's keep walking so that we don't wake up in the morning with a pony trying to eat our tent. Uh, Do you know? But uh, no, I got like right up in my face this horse and i took one step back and tripped over this log and something else on my butt with this like pony's head coming down at me i was like oh oh hello <laughs> yeah you... oh you scared of them i'm, like, I'm not scared i tripped <laughs> like... so this may be a dumb question but i'm assuming this part of the trail has like ponies and horses that just roam free yeah they're just free roaming okay. Yeah. ponies okay yeah. i kind of i kind of got wild that. yeah it's uh in the great it's called the grayson highlands grayson in highlands that's Virginia. what it is yeah. Virginia, I think. Yeah, I think so. Okay. Do you uh, know who IB Tat is? Pardon? Do you know who IB Tat is? No, I do not. Okay, well, he's a through hiker. He's fi- he's actually a triple crowner as of last year, um, but he's came on our podcast before. And he hiked when he hiked through that section. He camped there, and when he got up in the morning to have his coffee, uh, if you watch Ivy Tat's videos, it makes a lot more sense. But he's like notoriously—he's not like grumpy, but he comes off as a grumpy person, and he's like he swears a lot. So he's like this really like grumpy, like imagine a sailor guy, and uh, he's sitting there with his coffee, just like a pony is coming up and sniffing his head, and he's just like, uh, like the morning. <laughs> not much of a morning so, person is he? No, every every video because he makes YouTube videos. Every video just starts with "Good morning, you motherfucking sunshines," and he's drinking his coffee. <laughs> Yeah, anyways. Not that bad, bud. Not that bad. <laughs> Every day on the trail is better than a day in the office. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I mean, I, I don't even... I don't through-hike, although I aspire to. I go on plenty of backpacking trips on weekends, and I'm like, I could live yeah. here. This would be great if yeah. I didn't have to go back to real life. <laughs> it's, it's this weird thing where I, I went on a six-month, like what we call in New Zealand an OE, Overseas Adventure, or Experience, I should say, OE, um, through Southeast Asia. I went, I took six months off work, I went traveling, and I came back to office, and I went back to my day-to-day life, and it was fine. And then I went on a two-month hike off the length of the South Island, and I tried to go back to work, and I was like, nah, I'm not having this anymore. I can't do it. And it started this, like, weird hiking snowball where I did the South Island of New Zealand. I went back to work for a really short time and then did the North Island immediately followed by the PCT. And then one year later followed by the AT. Like I just couldn't like once, once I started the, the outdoor life, I couldn't get back into it. I want to, um, I want to know how in the world you got six months off and then still had a job. Ah, no, you just quit your job. <laughs> no, I didn't. I didn't oh my gosh. My you're so lucky. <laughs> I went to university, I studied to become a civil engineer, Okay. Um, and I worked full-time for them for two years, and I went to my boss and I said, I am going on this trip, I would like to come back afterwards. Mm, you did that And they number. said, okay, right, and they let me go, and then a few years later I said, I want to go on a two-month hike 
to fundraise for charity, I should say. Um, and I'd like to come back afterwards. And he, my boss said, oh, that sounds cool. Let me talk and to the directors and let you know. And he comes back, he says no. And I say, okay, I quit. Oh, wow. <laughs> What's um, and civil engineers are so in demand that I actually, before I even finished up at that job, I'd already been headhunted for another company. And I said, yeah, I'll come work for you, but I'm going on this hike. And they said, Sure, and here's some money for, towards the You know what's wild to me is that <laughs> what's wild to me is that he let you go on the six month one, but the two month one he's like, ah, no, well, too many in a row, right? <laughs> well, it, it had been it had been two years, so it wasn't like back to back. It was you know a break uh, in between. But I think it's one of those things as well that like the more you work for them, and then you know a bit more, and you're a bit more useful. And suddenly, like, oh, I want you know, two years through the peak summer season, uh, sorry, two months through the peak summer season without you. Like, how will we survive? But then, you know, if you you leave, mm, yeah, that's worse, right? Yeah, um, it's, I, yeah, it's weird how companies. I, I know what you're talking about. It's that's when you get in those companies that don't value their employees. They'll rather have you work to death than to give you time off to make you happy because they feel lost without you. Yeah, like I think of a, a company close to home. That you could probably think of too. They're like that. <laughs> yeah. But uh, sorry, rant over. Yeah, and we like. This is gonna be a little bit like, haha, New Zealand. But we have really good working conditions here compared to the states. So four weeks is the minimum paid holiday time you can get. In yeah, the year. that'd be nice, wouldn't it? Yeah. I have two yeah. days. I have two oh, days yeah. right now. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But you, you earn it over time. So you hey, yeah, in, in, in October, I get four more days. Four more days? Yeah. In October. In October. It's only March. Yeah. yeah. But I, I make a lot of money, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> I, the, way, the way I work at, we're uh, curing them now, so we get PTO every so many, like, I've been there for so many years, I get, like, I want to say, like, four hours a week. So, like, in two yeah. weeks, I pretty much have a day, right? And that accumulates. Yeah. You can have up to, I think, 200 is a max you can have. After that, you don't cure anymore. They just kind of go to waste. So it's kind of an it's kind of an encouraging tool to have you use it, you know, which no, makes Save it sense. up and take, like, three months off at once. Yeah, or you can save it up, <laughs> but you can only max out 200 hours. After yeah. that, that's it. That's not a lot. And then either. the longer you're there, so, like, if I get there for 10 years, I get to go up instead of doing, like, four hours a week, it's, like, five hours a week. Like, it's... I get more more PTO every week, and then that's how that's how we're doing it right now. So it's not Generous. it's not terrible. No, no, no. I I'm the, it's it's good for like employees that's been there for a while. But new employees, they start out maybe they get like one or two hours a week, and then it takes them like a month to get like one day off. Hmm. So it's yeah, it's kind of yeah. bad for them, but not for me. <laughs> okay, uh, sorry. I... Oh, you go ahead. Yeah. You go ahead. I was just going to say, when I started, I spent some time working in Canada, and they had a similar program, except they accidentally gave me the leave based on my overall experience, not my time with them. Oh. Um, well, hey, so they gave me way more good. than I was entitled to, and I <laughs> yeah. just kept my mouth shut. Oh, yeah, I would have too. That's what you got to do. Like, when the government gives you more money on accident, and you're like, nah, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's, no, that's, that's right. <laughs> yeah, that's that's right. Yep. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry to cut this so hard, but uh, like I said, we have a new segment coming up. So, but I wanted to ask you one thing before we get to that, and that would be yep. what got you into backpacking in the first place. Okay, so when I was in high school, uh, 
there's a program called the Young New Zealanders Challenge, which is um, you do service, sport, skill, and outdoor experiences, and you have to go tramping. Well, at that time, you had to go tramping. That sounds like and Boy Scouts, really kind of. teachers in my high school kind of were pushing the program, and mm-hmm. I learned how to tramp as a 14-year-old. I should say, we call hiking or backpacking tramping. Sorry, okay. it just comes out. <laughs> that's cool, that's cool. Yeah, that sounds like yeah. a Boy Scout, Girl Scout program. Yeah, what, but, yeah, so we have Boy Scouts and Girl Scouts here. Oh, well, you do? But okay. It's, it's more run, yeah, it's run through mostly high school. Um, oh, okay. That's kind of cool. Yeah. Gotcha. That is that is awesome. So I think it's always cool when a school, when a high school especially, will show kids the outdoors. Because, like, I know I lived in the country and, and in farm town, and my school didn't have anything like that. So it's very interesting. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And it was only because there were such passionate teachers. Like, if, if those two teachers hadn't been so passionate about the program, I don't think it would have had the same impact. And that helps oh, a lot, okay. too. When the teachers are yeah. just as not more involved than you are, then it's... Helps yeah, out. Absolutely. They would take kids out every school holidays. They'd take us out on the weekends. Yeah, know. see, that's, they, they, they just love being the outdoors, and they love doing that stuff, so it's, that helps a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so before we move on to this uh, next section, uh, is there any yep. anything that you want to throw in here that's very important that you talk about? And you'll still have time to talk, don't worry. <laughs> no, I don't think so. I'll just see where it goes. <laughs> okay. All right. Alright. So I don't know what this thing is saying. This is kinda new for us too. <laughs> this is totally auto, uh, unheard of. Uh we're gonna add somebody to the chat to the call. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> hey, what's right. up? What's up, Bill? How's it going? As you guys remember, this is Bill <laughs> from a couple episodes ago. Hey Bill, this is uh Deborah from New Zealand. She's a whole day ahead yeah. of us. <laughs> she is a backpacker, a through hiker. Awesome. Yeah, and Very he cool. shares a similar hobby to me in metal vocals. So now I have two people who share my hobbies on the opposite spectrums <laughs> in and one call. <laughs> opposite places of the globe. So yeah, but we're very we're really close to him. Although we did get the time zones wrong. <laughs> I got the time zones wrong, like usual. <laughs> he was. I'm sorry, man. If you were sitting there for 45 minutes, I really apologize. Well, I was like, man, I, I could have sworn I was ready for this thing and ready to go. And then I looked at what time it was in Central Time and was like, oh, I'm a fucking idiot. Well, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Deborah, what kind of music do you listen to? Mostly folk. Uh, <laughs> perfect. Hey, this is going to be perfect. <laughs> I also listen to a lot of folk, knew, by the uh, way. I listened to one of your episodes where you were talking about recording screaming. That was this guy's episode. Versus your microphone. Oh, that's it. That had to have been him. He's the only guy I've talked to about <laughs> metal. Well, maybe not. Maybe it was just the three of us. I, I don't we, know. I was, was just like, couple. oh, let's just pick a random episode and listen. Oh, okay. I talk about it too much. Uh, so, Bill, you, you work for the forestry, though, you said before. So I thought it was kind of nice that... All three of us are kind of like wilderness people too, and Jake is getting there. I'm I'm just here. He's getting there. He no, is. I I don't mind. I mean, I've never done any like hiking and stuff like that, but I don't mind going on like day hikes for like a few hours. <laughs> but I've never done like a over weekend, overnight hiking experience. Have you, Bill? Uh, yeah, actually, uh, 
I think it was 2021, my girlfriend and I, we actually did a, uh, like, eight-day trip through Yellowstone, which was oh. pretty incredible. And I'll give a shout-out to my friend uh, Jack Sherman right now. He's one of my Marine Corps buddies. He actually just started the AT uh, a week or so ago. Oh, did he? So he's on his way back north right now. So That's awesome. Good luck with that. <laughs> See, for, like, an attempted segment at, like, here's two strangers that don't know they're about to talk to each other, let me throw them together, it was kind of perfect because you, you're you still into that nature side, so. Oh, definitely. <laughs> you know, I'm not going to lie, whenever he approached me and he's like, I got this new segment, I'm like, oh, you do? <laughs> and then we're sitting here chilling and he's like, yeah, this is what's going to happen. I'm like, um, all right, we'll go for it. <laughs> we'll you are the goes. host, and now you have to fight over who's the host. <laughs> there can only be one. Uh, <laughs> um bill what would you say to deborah to try to get her into metal <laughs> oh man that's a tough one uh how to get somebody into metal oh i don't know man i feel like that's always one of those things that i always thought you were just born with but i don't know there there is that mindset too of uh i don't know being like a hiker especially long distance hiker you're kind of an outsider as it is so if you ever get in one of those moods where you just need a release or it's a hard day and it's raining and you can't get through stuff, some heavy music will definitely get your feet moving. It won't be that folk music, yeah. I can tell you that. I don't, listen to, I don't listen to any music while I'm hiking, so. I like to go for, like, aggressive violins when I'm going up a big hill. Aggressive oh, violins, yeah, yeah, you said? Yeah. Like, good uh, yeah. fiddle music. Good fiddle music? <laughs> good fiddle music. <laughs> you know what's really I, cool I is... Oh, you go ahead, Bill. I had a friend tell me one time we were hanging out and, uh, I don't know, like the slowest Beatles song in the world came on. And he's like, this is what I would listen to if I was walking down to a title fight. And I didn't <laughs> understand it at all. I was like, this is what you would come out fighting to. All right, but <laughs> that's where it, it, again, music's awesome, man. You can love it for whatever reason and mm -hmm. whatever genre it is for sure. Yeah. Uh, when, I, when I met my husband and I told him I don't like the Beatles, and he said, who doesn't like the Beatles? I was like, I don't don't like the Beatles. I just don't like them. Yeah. Like, I am indifferent to the Beatles. Mm -hmm. I'm kind of the same way, honestly. You know, I get I, it. I get it. I actually dislike the Beatles. So. Yeah, they're, they're all right, <laughs> I guess. I mean, they have a few good, you know, everyone knows some of their songs, but. Aren't they the first band to, to do selling out? They, like, created it. Probably. I mean, I'd argue they're super influential. I mean, yeah. I find most of this stuff boring, but it came out in 1965, so. Well, sure, but I can listen to some classical music that came out before that. That's kind of a, kind of a bop, honestly. But, I, but I'd, <laughs> I'd argue, too, though, if you threw distortion on a lot of classical music, it's metal. And it sounds better. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Jake, what do you have to say about that? I mean, throw some distortion on it. Maybe drop drop tune it a little bit. Drop tune it. I add, told my guitarist to drop tune the other day, and he yelled at me. Add add a couple add a couple <laughs> blast beats in there, and then there you go. Yeah, blast beats over Beethoven would work any day of the week. <laughs> uh, Deborah, do you know that folk metal exists? No, but I feel like now I need to listen to it. We actually have a band that's right. local to Minnesota that does folk metal. I can't pronounce their name. But <laughs> I, 
uh, Halfinger? Uh, I have Hel- no idea. It's like H J something something. Oh, it's like a Swedish name. There's or like six. Probably. There's like six. No, like, like a Viking seven or name? eight people on stage. The one dude, his vo- his microphone stand is like an. It's like an antler. So they're like Viking. <laughs> they're like Viking-ish then, and so they're like Norwegian. Viking folk metal. Yeah, it's cool. And the one guy, he's instead of doing screaming just straight up, he's just doing throat singing, which is pretty close. Yeah, I like that. I like that <laughs> Mongolian. I like that Mongolian throat singing. Mm-hmm. That's kind of cool. Doing them false chords. That stuff is super cool, actually. In whatever regard it's used, that throat singing, it's like mm-hmm. two sets of voices going at once. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And stuff like that, and you're like, you know, you have a lot more talent than I do, and it's pretty cool. Like, who who has more talent? Whoever's making noises like that, like you, you know. I don't know. You, you, you hear somebody making, you know, incredible sound, and you're just like, it might not be my cup of tea. It might be my cup of tea, but you have talent regardless. Yeah. Like, that's, that's, you can appreciate where talent should yeah. be appreciated at. Yeah. Yeah, you've hiked yeah. like what six, seven thousand miles? How many miles? Uh, at least ten. At least yeah. ten thousand. Yeah, there you go. There's that's a talent a, right that's there. That's a talent. That's like it's crazy. <laughs> Are there a lot of like, like through trails in New Zealand, like throughout the like through the whole country? Yeah, so we have one that runs north south um, down the length of the country, which is three thousand kilometers, which is okay, like twenty one hundred something like that. Yeah, so similar to the AT or the the. Yeah. You got to dumb it down for ACT. Americans. We don't know what kilometers are. <laughs> yeah, you, yeah. Yeah, I used to be really good at the math, but I'm not so good at it anymore. Yeah. Something but like that. I, wa- I want to say it's a kilometer is definitely less than yeah. a mile, but it's more than yeah. half a mile. Yeah, it's. There's so... one point six four kilometers in a mile. Mm, okay. 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 Yeah. Um, and you said that's the Tearora, right? Did I say it right? Tearora. I always say it wrong. I know about it though because I've uh, heard of a few people that hiked it, but definitely cool. That's like hiking that goes from the north to south, so that's like hiking across Minnesota. Or how how big is the country? I mean, it's that big. I guess (laughs) it's that big. (laughs) You already said that. (laughs) Yeah, she said it earlier. She said it's like hiking. No, she said New Zealand has the same population as Minnesota. That's what she said. It must be so it's, because it's one thousand eight hundred miles. One thousand eight hundred miles. I don't know how big Minnesota yeah. is. Not that big. So, I don't know how big. So it is. it's like uh, it's about what, a thousand. Three hundred yeah. miles shorter than the Appalachian Trail. You wanna? Okay. Yeah. So it's okay. It's probably from like North Carolina to Maine or something like that. Okay. That's pretty. Yeah. That's a pretty impressive hike. Yeah. Definitely. 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 Also, if you draw a line, like a straight line, north to south, it's only about a thousand miles. Oh, for okay. The, of the country. But, you know, you do a lot of zigzagging along zigzag the way. Zigzag and, yeah. yeah. And I'm True. sure there's plenty of elevation gain and stuff, too, out that way. Yeah. It starts and finishes at sea level. But mm, okay. it, like, I think the highest point is still only, like, 1,900 meters. So you're still... That, that's still but, a lot from sea level, though. Yeah, it's like, yeah. what they say, like 5,000 and something feet. Isn't yeah. Florida uh, below sea level? Florida? Uh, New Orleans, <laughs> yeah. Louisiana, yeah. like New Orleans, is below sea level too. Yeah, give it a couple yeah. more years. I'm sure Miami will be too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'm assuming on in New Zealand too. There's a lot of pretty like spots on on the trail. I'm sure like waterfalls yeah. and, and I think New Zealand has mountains too, right? 
No. Yeah, so it's it's kind of weird, like to explain, but our highest point is only like three thousand meters, nine nine thousand ish feet. But it's a fully technical snow covered mountain. Oh, that's cool. Um, because we're so much further south. Ah. So, yeah, like I live pretty much at sea level here, and I can look out the window, and there's a little dusting of snow on the mountains, which are only, you know, a thousand meters above sea level. That's still um, higher than Minnesota's highest point. Yeah, what's our highest point? I think it's eight thousand, but I think that's even too generous. I can't remember. I hiked on it. I saw the sign. Oh. Where do you guys start at towards sea level, though, in Minnesota? Because I know. Well, in, that would be like our lowest point. You're saying. Yeah. It's definitely uh, south west somewhere yeah like but rochester we're like still above southwest. sea level though minnesota yeah. is still above sea level yeah here hold on yeah because oh. i know because i'm in massachusetts and i mean our highest point's only like like 3800 feet or something like that and uh mount washington in new hampshire is like 6300 feet oh and <laughs> i was but so then wrong. if you go over to the yeah but then if you go over to the west coast it's like you know, fourteen thousand foot mountains and stuff like yeah, that. But they yeah. start they start at a much higher elevation. Yeah, so we, we went to the we went to the Grand Canyon and I didn't realize that standing on like the edge of the Grand Canyon you're at like seven thousand feet already. Mm-hmm. Oh wow. Uh, I was way off Next by the way. Point in Minnesota is Eagle Mountain. Eagle Mountain, yeah, two thousand three hundred yeah. feet. She knows more than well, you guys in yeah. Minnesota. Listen, and I hiked I on it. I have two computer screens here. I hiked on it, so I should know this shit. There's a sign and everything. It's the yeah. it's on the it's Superior Trail, so. Yeah, but and the, the lowest point is the edge of Lake Superior, 602 feet. Okay, yeah. so that's the lowest point we well, have. So in you hiked the entirety of that on the Superior Hiking Trail. So. Yeah. 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 Pretty cool. Wow. The more you know. Knowing is half the battle. Yes, it is. <laughs> but your original question about mountains and stuff, like from where I live, we have three national parks within an hour's drive. Oh, that's cool. And we can go to alpine lakes and passes. We can go walk along a coastal walkway um, or, you know, anything in between. So it's so varied here, which is really cool. Awesome. Yeah, I feel like I feel like we have the same distance to get to like a lot of nature in Minnesota. But I don't think it is the same difference. I just think that Midwesterners are crazy, so we're just like it's not that far. We'll just <laughs> Yeah, it's No, you, your concept of distance is wrong. Yeah, cuz <laughs> I I I've heard that before, uh, especially from like, you know, from a European standpoint, you know, of course, all their countries are so close together, they can hop on a train in the United Kingdom and then go to, you know, Germany and then come back in a day, right? Because that's the big of a deal. But it's like we get in a car and like, oh, we're going to drive eight hours and we'll go over two states. It's like, that's it, you know? Well, the other day I was trying to plan hikes out for the summer and I found one and it was in, uh, I don't even know, Nebraska or something. And I was like, oh, that's not that far. Let me Google it. And it was like a 13-hour drive. And I was like, I could do that, yeah. <laughs> See, to me, to me, that's far, I think, but that's a far drive. That yeah, seems all right. That seems all right to me. I don't know. Like, uh, in September, I'm going to do the border, uh, the border route trail. It's on the tip of Minnesota. It's like on the border of Canada and, uh, it's going to take me six hours to drive there. And I'm like, that's not that I bad. Would, I would say eight hours, <laughs> eight hours and under 
isn't really a bad drive. Like that's when you think over eight hours, then you're pretty much driving your whole day away. See, she's shaking her head. Yeah. So like we're crazy, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm so. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm from New England. We got little states, so eight hours. I'm in a whole different world. Yeah, oh, I suppose because yeah. like yeah, you can go from like Washington D.C. to like Boston and New York in like what four or five hours, maybe. I don't know. I mean, I'm... well, D.C. D.C. is probably like six or seven hours. Okay, so it's a little bit farther away. But yeah. in Massachusetts, I mean, when the band's playing, we can go. We're going to be in Portland, Maine, which is two and a half hours away. We can go to New York, which is like four hours away. We can go to Vermont, which is two hours away. You know, yeah, they're in all... a two-hour window, we can hit Maine, Vermont, New Hampshire, Connecticut, Rhode Island, Delaware, all yeah. sorts of crazy stuff. So I want to touch on that, but I want to first say that you made me think of the song Portland, Maine. Have you heard it? We've played um, it on this podcast, by, actually. By who? <laughs> Uh, Donovan Wilder. He's like a folk artist. <laughs> Surprisingly enough, <laughs> like, I, I haven't. Portland, well, Maine. There you go. I don't know where that is. <laughs> I don't know where it is either. <laughs> Pack your bags and I'm coming. That's like, <laughs> something like that. Anyways, um, it's pretty nice for your band in that aspect that you can travel so wide. Because what they say is like, for for us in Minnesota, we play a lot of shows in the cities, right? So we have a lot yeah. of shows scheduled in the cities. But the promoters will say, don't play too many shows at this one club. Because people will get sick of your band or something. Like, you have to spread out. You have to go to other states. And, like, for us, going to another state is a whole... We got to waste a whole weekend on it, you know? It can't just be, like, one day. Yeah. So so it's kind of fortunate you can go, like, all over the place like that. Yeah, we definitely get lucky. Like, even in the next couple of weeks... Next week, we're going to Portland, Maine. And then we're playing Lowell, Massachusetts. And then two weeks after that, we're playing Brooklyn, New York. And... Brooklyn's the furthest. It's like four hours away. But for the most part, we can kind of make this loop around the New England area and just outside of New England and kind of do that. But, you know, once we want to start leaving our home area, all of a sudden you start driving through states and they seem endless. As soon as you get to Pennsylvania, they're all massive. Yeah. Yeah. And then those are the ones that we hike through. So, yeah. (laughs) The massive states. Uh, while you're in Portland, your band should do a cover of Portland, Maine. Now, uh, we could. It's actually going to be a good time. It's what's the? Th- it's called Claycella. A good friend of ours, Clayton Brewer, is having a birthday party, and we're playing Geno's in Portland, Maine. So if you're ever in that area, that's the place to go. It's super cool club, very metal club, and only place we've ever played where we actually had our own green room with our own bathroom. Oh, nice. Oh, nice. Just like, yeah. just like that's luxury. That's top notch. Yeah. That's you weren't top like, notch. You, you weren't like the large. rest of us just peeing in the basement of whatever place you're in. Ex- yeah, yeah, man. Yeah. Using, <laughs> using the regular bathroom like a bunch of peons. Yeah. Figuratively. <laughs> uh, have you guys, uh, you said you were in two other bands last time we spoke. Any uh, progress? Yes, any progress with that music? Uh, yes. Just writing and jamming pretty much. Uh the other band uh, that we just started most recently, Dichroic, uh, me and my good friends, another Bill, and my friend Derek, we've been writing stuff, looking for a bass player, if anybody in the New England area is interested. <laughs> uh, but just uh, writing a lot of songs. We've got like four songs done for that project right now, and then uh, Solium Fatalis. Uh, that's just getting ready to go into studio stuff. We have uh, 
I think nine songs for an album for that right now. So hopefully by the end of the year, I should have a decent amount of stuff coming out. Also, Necronomicrist is in the studio right now, so Dope. we should have another nine song album for that done too. So should cool, be man. good stuff. Say all of your band's names back to back so that yeah. these guys can hear how crazy it is. Slowly. <laughs> right, Slowly. So <laughs> first is Necronomicrist. Uh, second is Dichroic. And third is Solium Fatalis. I like I like the first and third one. I'll take it. I'll take it. <laughs> no, I like the second one too, but the first and third one are kind of I they're, like the names of those. They're kind is of there, a mouthful. Is there a meaning behind? I mean, so Necronomicrist was actually uh, uh, my drummer and our at the time bass player were like sixteen and eighteen years old, and the idea was to come up with the most brutal band name that you could think of that wasn't already taken and uh they put together like the necronomicon which is the mm -hmm. book of the dead in evil dead and christ because why the hell not <laughs> and, yeah and it was supposed to start off as like black metal evil corpse paint you know the whole thing and at a certain point you've just had it for so long it's not like we could change it now yeah yeah, yeah, I okay. definitely so, definitely feel that. The Necronoma Christ website. Just She's got it. Explaining <laughs> that, like, I like the fat work. <laughs> it's pretty awesome. I'll take it. Oh, you guys got a oh the website for the band? Yeah, and we played oh, yeah. some we played some of your music on the podcast last time. Although I played the wrong song when you told me to play a certain song, so that was well, pretty cool. I, I don't even think it wasn't even that we played the wrong one. I think we were searching for one, and then when we uh, it got cut together and post what i said and what we played ended up being two different things maybe so might have happened yeah but but worse way, things have happened if you guys want to sample his band go to that episode or listen to his uh band on youtube uh yeah youtube or Bandcamp or spotify, Bandcamp, spotify. itunes any I, one of those things i came across somebody using Bandcamp as their main music source one time and i was like holy shit that is wild you know i'll be honest yeah. i never heard of Bandcamp. It's actually, <laughs> I honestly really kind of like Bandcamp. Um, they do a thing the first Friday of every month. They call it Bandcamp Friday. And if you, you know, download an album, like a digital album, it's one of the few things that 100% of the proceeds go straight to the band. That's oh, really nice. That's nice. So, so on the first of each month, if you go there, you find, and I mean, it's not just metal by any means. It's every type of music you can imagine. If you want to support a band, they don't take any cut on the first Friday of each month. So that's that's pretty huge. That's that's nice. Spotify yeah. only gives you yeah. thirty cents. So thirty cents. <laughs> I, I I don't even think it's thirty cents. I think it's actually like point zero 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 oh. three cents <laughs> no, no, per no. stream. Per stream, yeah. I'm saying they just give you thirty cents. You like release a full album that you worked like hours and hours on, and then people listen to it and they're like, "Here's some change." Yeah, <laughs> you're take it. <laughs> The sad truth of it being that, like, I mean, the age of, oh, this sweet record came out, everybody, including the record labels or the uh, radio stations have to buy it is yeah, done. Yeah. I, feel like, I feel like now it's like you release music so that you can sell T-shirts. Yeah, but then even then, then you sell T-shirts at the venue, and the venue is like, give us some money. <laughs> <laughs> Just freaking terrible. But no bar cut. Yeah, I know. No. Okay, does anybody actually like do you make physical CDs or vinyl? 
Wait, yeah, yeah. our band will be our band will be when we re- okay. release our full length coming up. So we've made CDs, we've made tapes, we've made vinyl, and vinyl probably sells the best because it's like a collector's thing. Yeah, it's kind of the cool. tapes. The tapes do okay because they're like fun, and yeah. C- CDs I feel like are dropping drastically. Wow. So we actually just did um, download cards where it's like a like a three mil plastic card, like a, like a credit card. Mm, okay. That's and it's cool. got the artwork on it and it's got the download code. Cause you know, we thought you, if you do like a business card, it's like flimsy paper, mm-hmm. but the download cards are actually still something, you know, physical that you can get, you can sign it or you can hang it up on the wall or something like that. Mm. And we found that those are doing okay because people still want the music but like new cars don't even have fucking CD players anymore, and I I don't listen to CDs anymore, and I love music. Yeah, it's all Bluetooth so, now. And I bought digital. a 2022 last year, brand new, has a CD player. Did you ask for it, oh. or did it come with it? No, it comes with it. Oh, <laughs> you got the only one that does. No, I, it's also the only but, car that's an SUV, a stick shift, and an all-wheel drive. So, see, you have all the options. <laughs> yeah, well, it's because the Subaru. But yeah. I, but honestly, I feel like CDs are they're gonna be done soon. Because even the download card, we we could put we put the album, an instrumental version of the album, some bonus tracks, and you can put music videos or whatever you want on there too. Whereas the CD, you kind of run out of space, and yeah. I think I don't like keeping them in my car and stuff anymore. I'm a fucking slob when it comes to keeping them <laughs> organized. Anyway, they all end up in the wrong case and. I disagree. So. I disagree with you though. So many people it have was. vinyl. So many people have vinyl. Like I collect vinyl as vinyl, like, yes, as like a hobby. Well, hold on, hold on. Let me finish. <laughs> I collect vinyl as a hobby, and now so many people do that. It's like the, that was like the hipster thing to do, but now so many people do it. It's not cool anymore. So people are gonna be like, you know what? I want to buy CDs. And I got a CD player. <laughs> maybe, maybe, but I don't. I don't but that's see where that the happening. Come in there. That's where the tapes come in. See, it's all yeah. about this. Right. It this would be like, tape. It would be tapes first. You're right. <laughs> it's 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 the retro cycle. So the records were cool because it's like, hey, I have my dad's, you know, Ozzy Osbourne Bark at the Moon record. And then all of a sudden it was like, yeah, but I have my Uncle Joe's fucking Faith No More tape, which comes cool. And pretty soon people are going to be like, yeah, but I have this, you know, Black Dahlia Murder first issue CD. So... Yeah, it's all gonna be just a matter of time. And Are people gonna be walking that, around with Walkmans and a fucking no, cassette player and <laughs> tape in there? I wouldn't be surprised. More more reliable than the disc man. <laughs> I have my Walkman. I have to say, I still have it. It's bright yellow. The buttons are half broken, but it plays. So are the you only gonna... cassette tapes I have are like ABC for kids. And... Are Perfect. you gonna are, are you gonna start throwing eight tracks in cars now too? Then or what? <laughs> If we could make an A track, I'd make one. <laughs> the A- ABCs for kids, that's my jam, dude. Yeah. Just wait until you start. Sorry, I'm just going to completely change the subject. Uh, <laughs> you need to watch Bluey. Just putting no, that out there. No, I've already been. Bluey? Okay, cool. we, we've already been but... watching it, and I keep telling Emily will put it on because she wants uh, Sapphire, our daughter, to watch it. And I keep telling yeah. her that it's a. It's a it's a scam, or not a scam. It's a it's a big con from the Australian government to control America. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's made. Not a, it's not owned by ABC anymore. 
it's owned by BBC, I think. Well, at the end of the credits, it always says that it's... uh... Uh, I don't know what it exactly it says, but it's got like the Australian government's logo on there, and I'm like, they own this shit. They're trying to control us. We're not falling for it. <laughs> so was, I'm guessing it's a kid. I mean, like a baby. Yeah, it's an Australian show. like kid show about like these dogs. It's like a dog family, and they can like talk and totally for the adults. It's very, it's very strange. I will say, it's like very child, right? But then there was like one episode where like the mom and the dad are be are robots, and like the kids are controlling them. But then, like, the dad dies, and I was like, what's happening, bro? <laughs> like, the dad died, like, robot dad died, and then the mom brings him back to life, and then, <laughs> I don't know, it was I, weird. It's pretty metal. Bluey has <laughs> made metal. me cry. Like It has? Yeah, it's it's pretty intense. Like, it's, it covers some pretty heavy topics in it definitely extremely does. ways. See, I missed the days anyway, where it was Sorry, like I completely derailed screens. you, but I just... No, that's okay. That's what this is all about. ABC you know? for kids and took me back to Bluey. Yeah. Like I said, I, I brought two two people that didn't know they were going to talk to each other into a room, to, well, kind of in a room, mm-hmm. to see what would happen. So derailing each other, that's what's going to happen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I know nothing of Bluey. Yeah, yeah. me neither. Go and watch it. Go Just yeah. by yourself. It's cool. Maybe I'll have to. Maybe I don't I'll know. have to. It, is, it does definitely cover some heavy topics, I'll tell you. That. It... it it does a surprisingly good job at teaching parents how to be parents. Does that make sense? It's that's probably the best use of the television show. Yeah, because we're, we're stuck like watching it. A, so yeah, there's probably a level where the kids are like, "Yeah, this is neat," but if the parents have to watch it eighty four thousand times in a row, maybe they should learn something. Damn them Australians trying to control us and make us better <laughs> well, parents. Pretty well, soon I... we'll be shooting down Australian bluey spy balloons. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I mean, it's like, uh, I don't know all the characters' names, but the dad in there, it like, when I look at him, I'm like, man, that's how I need to be with my children. A robot? And you're gonna die? <laughs> no, like, uh, it sets such a good example, like, uh, the, <laughs> yeah, this is very metal of me. I want to be a good dad. <laughs> it is, it is metal, by the way. Being a good it's dad is metal. metal. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. That's responsible, uh, responsible. But metal. like, the dad is so like friendly with his kids like so nice to his kids and he sets a good example and teaches them things while still having like a fun time with them i'm like that's what you gotta do like so many dads that i know like when i was a child they don't give a shit about their kids or at no. least it doesn't seem like it yeah they so just like they, they came up from work hey how's it going how's your and they're day? like shut okay. up don't talk to me i don't want to speak right okay, now. okay like, cool <laughs> G- give me a beer and then that was my dad give me a beer i would get i would be in the back of the house like and then yells for me, and then I go up there. Give me a beer, bro. You you're five feet from the fridge. Right what do there. you mean? <laughs> We're not gonna get into my childhood. <laughs> that's, that's a, a whole that's a whole podcast in itself. <laughs> that's why I like metal. <laughs> See, that's why nowadays there's a whole different bracket of kids that grew up with that same scenario. That it's like, yeah, but fuck that. Caring yeah. about shit's way cooler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's same thing with like drugs and partying too, though. I feel like there's a big group, like the older generation of people was like, go as hard as you fucking can and, yeah, you know, blow lines and drink yourself to death. And then we were all like, yeah, but you all died. (laughs) So, but like we we, very fucking cool. We seen how it affected you. Moderation. Right. Exactly. exactly. She's got it. She's got it. Yeah. Instead of doing two lines of coke, just do one. Yeah. Just cut it in half. So you gotta do. Just know, know your tolerances. Yeah, we yeah. were like, we were like, wait, there's a connection to doing drugs and how quickly you die. 
Just because Nikki, <laughs> just because Nikki Six nor in a line of fire ants doesn't mean you have to. <laughs> yeah. Those were good times though. When you were young I'm and you sure, were like, I'm I don't sure. give a shit. <laughs> well, even then, I'm sure they had a freaking blast, but they probably can't remember oh, any no. of the cool stuff that we're all jealous of. It's like, yeah, Motley Crue, you had the greatest time ever, but you're like out of your fucking mind now. <laughs> yeah, I, I was mind. just about to talk about a conversation that Emily and I had about that, but now I feel like I'm just like airing out my dad's dirty laundry on the <laughs> podcast. But, uh, but yeah, we were talking about the other day because we were talking about how what's your earliest memory that you can remember. And I looked it up, and like, there's a I don't I don't think it, it's not a disease, but there's like a thing where like, uh, only sixty people in the world can remember being a baby, like actually a baby, like an infant, and only two people in the world can remember their birth, like, like actually remember it because they like study the brain waves so that they're they're not just like recounting it. Um, I feel like that would be fucking traumatic. Yeah, yeah exactly, exactly. <laughs> but uh, anyways, I was saying, so we, we got on the topic of our earliest memory, and I think my earliest memory is when I was three, and I got drunk because my dad left all the beer bottles on the table, and I got <laughs> I got out of my crib and then was drinking the, the leftover beer, and I was drunk. And then Emily said it was kind of ironic that my earliest memory is the thing that makes people forget things. <laughs> I was like, yeah, you got a point. I was running into walls and shit. <laughs> It's weird. I feel like even trying to think of, like, what your earliest memory is, it's hard to, like, judge the timeline. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Like, how you, how do you know that was your earliest memory? How do you know you were three? You could have been four or five. What if what if yeah. your memory was at two and then you drank that one away? Yeah. Yeah. I think it was at three, though. <laughs> it was definitely at three because my parents recounted it with me and said, yeah, it was at three. Yeah, I don't remember so, my earliest thing. Was I could it actually remember. a memory? Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. So... Yeah, so there's that thing where sometimes people will tell you, and then you'll think it's a memory. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I think mine was. Uh, <laughs> I think mine was a nightmare, actually, like a dream nightmare. I remember. I, I think I was four. I know what house we were living at, at the time, and it was I was either three or four, and I had like this. It was a reoccurring nightmare, and my mom was with. She would even say it was, and I just remember waking up screaming in terror and i don't know what show i watched but i kept thinking these um like little blue men like alien (laughs) but they would come out of the vcr like they had the flap on the vcr you know that you put tapes in they would crawl out of the vcr and then when they came out they were like maybe like four feet but instead of having legs they had like treads like like a like a like a dozer right and they would come out and like chase me in my dream or come to my bed and then I wake up screaming in terror. And that's like the only memory I can remember because it was it scarified it, like it scared me so much. Terrified me. That's wild. You were probably abducted <laughs> by aliens. Yeah. I, 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 don't, I don't know. My butt hurt for a little bit too after that. I'm yeah, yeah. <laughs> nah, no, that I, was th- the neighbor. <laughs> Sorry, that, bad joke. <laughs> but that, that was the earliest thing I can remember, and it was just some nightmare. And I don't remember like what show I was even watching as a kid that did that. But my mom said it was like a like a week straight. Like she was so concerned, she took me to like just a, a, the family doctor. I mean, I know it wasn't like a psychiatrist or anything, but she's like, "Look, do you have any insight on this? Why my son's having these bad dreams?" And the doctor just well, it wasn't his expertise, but 
He said it'll go away, and it did. But it's like I don't know. What, what is he a psychiatrist? He no, no, he was the doctor's <laughs> like the doctor's like. Well, I'm a doctor, but <laughs> I think it'd be fine. It's back in the yeah. day, he was smoking a cigarette. He's like, yeah, it'll it'll pass. Probably, I don't know, but I mean, it yeah, did. Yeah, put some neosporin on it, it'll be all right. <laughs> it it did pass. It's just yeah. that's just the only thing I can remember that I had. That that's was wild, man. The last thing I can remember. What's what about, uh, what about, so weird? What about you, Debbie, or uh, you, De- Deborah? Do you go Deborah, by Debbie? Sorry, ever? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm definitely not Debbie. Yeah, that's sorry. Fine. I'm so <laughs> Deborah. Deborah, uh, what's the earliest memory you can remember? I think mine is actually also a dream, or like the result of a dream. I just like I don't know what the dreams are about, but waking up and being scared and wanting to go see my parents, but in order to go see my parents, I had to walk down the hallway, and there were witches in the bathroom. Mm. And so you have to decide if you are going to stay in bed by yourself or walk past the witches to get to the help. Mm. And I don't remember what the outcome was. And I have no idea what age I was. So, But it's one that like I come back to. Since you guys both have dreams as your earliest memories, maybe those are just really your earliest memories and you think they're dreams. Because they're so foggy since Ooh. they were so long ago. So there were witches in the bathroom? So you're telling me a little blue so, man yeah. came out of my VCR? Probably, yeah. Okay. Huh. It's weird because I feel like I'm trying to think of my earliest memories, and you two talking about it is making me think of my earliest nightmares. And so my earliest, I feel like the earliest memory I can think of is coming downstairs for Christmas. And there's, I have an older sister. We're two years apart. So there's these two huge boxes on the on the coffee table. And she runs up and can read that hers is for her. And I couldn't read yet. And I was like, oh, man, this one's for dad. And it was clearly for me. But uh, I guess the earliest nightmare I have is Christmas related. I had a dream that we had a on the couch in the living room. There was a statue or a mannequin of the Grinch with no head. And I was sitting there next to this thing and it grew a head. It said, I'll be back for you next. And I heard it go into the kitchen and start hacking at my parents oh man I can, I, I can remember it coming back around the corner and waking up with my parents sitting by my bed and screaming that's pretty like metal little baby that's pretty metal it was, it, it was pretty is. brutal yeah i still re- i can still remember it to this day like it's crystal clear so i don't know but, if that would be considered a memory then or would because i think I, it's like that first trauma it's not like th- that's what memory. i'm it's that first thing that like scars you that's what i'm yeah. thinking of because like i can't remember it was like hearing the noose by Six Feet Under for the first time. <laughs> because, <laughs> That's a joke for me to do. Because, uh, because yeah, I, I understand, like, it's a dream, not a memory, but, like, I can remember other details. Like, I, I remember that it was, I had to be a certain age because of the house that we were in, and I remember running from my bedroom screaming in terror at, like, four in the morning to go wake my parents up. So, like, I do remember that. So I guess it is a memory in a sense. Well, you remember having the dream. Yeah, and I remember actually, but after the dream, I remember running in the house yeah. and going to well, my parents. It's not like I just like, oh, I remember the dream, that's it. I remember actually physically waking up from my dream, getting out of my bed, or crawling out of it, running, screaming, bloody murder, mm-hmm. waking everybody in the house up. Everybody thought I was dying or something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, well, they when I was looking it up, all the stuff, the scientists who do these studies, they said like, you can remember memories when you were a baby. Like, by baby, they mean, like, one or two. If it's, like, an important enough event or a traumatic enough event. So it's, like, 
some kids remember their siblings being born when they were like one and a half or two because it's such an important event. Or yeah. and well, and babies, they're well, they don't necessarily remember the trauma. It's still there when they get older. Like if anything happens to them, so like, it's probably de- all depends on like the impact that it has on you at a time. Yeah. Same thing with like how our conversation of why certain music influences you at a time. It's like the age you were when you heard it, who you were with, mm, what yeah. your life circumstance was about. Like, because I can remember other things from my life, but I feel like it's either they were scary or, and not even like scary, like, oh, it was super bad, but it scared me as a kid, or you got in trouble for doing something. Yeah, that's a big one. So too. maybe you got punished or something like that, or. But I feel like the timeline is so hard to judge. It's all based off, like, if you've moved around, yeah. it's easier to say because you have those kind of you, you you're know, able barrier to, points. You're able to tell, like, okay, well, I know I was in this house, and this house is between this year and this year. So you yeah. kind of know so and roughly. So was, yeah, or if somebody, uh, a sibling was born or, you know, parents mm-hmm. split up at a yeah. certain time or something like that, you know. Yeah. That'd yeah, look at this. We made this about children again, Deborah. Our, our inner child. Things have full circle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Circle of life. Yeah. On that, on that note, I do remember that the kids' programming back when I was a kid was a lot different. Do you guys remember Ren and Stimpy? Oh yeah, yeah. Ren and Stimpy's great. Yeah, yeah. that show was. That was like my favorite cartoon, and you watch that as an adult, and it's like, what the fuck was wrong? With that's this an ad- yeah. That's show? an adult cartoon. They make really. a good. They make a oh, good. Yeah. Uh, they made a good video game of it too. I, the only game I remember on it was on uh, my Game Boy, and it was impossible. I don't think I've had that game for yeah. five years and never made it past the second level. It was <laughs> oh my God. it was impossible. <laughs> it, it, it was like Ren and Stimpy in space or something like that. It, yeah, yeah, that game's great. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the, 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 the impossible. Yeah. The, yeah. The, the one you, the, the one no, you no, but the one I'm talking about was on PlayStation 1. Oh, yeah. See, I never yeah, played Ren and Stimpy yeah. games, but, but yeah. I remember watching the TV show Ren and Stimpy. Yeah, it's messed up. And then, like, uh, I remember watching uh, the Angry Beavers. It was kind of cool. Oh, yeah. I don't remember that. See, uh, that, that's actually a core memory of mine is watching Doug Rugrats and Ren and Stimpy, like, the Doug, day that that aired. Doug and Rugrats, the, yeah. Good yeah, stuff, yeah. The, the start of the Nicktoons thing. But. but I will say probably our age gap in SpongeBob was probably the reigning. Our, our age gap? Our, our age we're group, sorry, our, our age, age group. group. I was like, we're sorry. the same age. Yeah, I know. Like, when we were kids, I would say SpongeBob was the reigning dominant champ, I would say. SpongeBob and Rocket Power. Rocket Power, yeah. Those are yeah, really that was big. too old for SpongeBob. Yeah, I, that was like, I was coming into high school when SpongeBob you can still watch. You can still watch SpongeBob in high school? What do you mean? Don't don't get me wrong. I can, I can, st- I can <laughs> still watch SpongeBob, but it was like, I didn't. Give a shit. Yeah, that yeah. was that was I your childhood, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was our that was SpongeBob. I used to make Krabby Patties at my in my kitchen. I was like, I'm making a Krabby Patty right now. Yeah, that's a memory I have. Making Krabby Patties. <laughs> yeah, I was obsessed with the recipe. You know, the secret formula is plankton, right? That's yeah, why we're gonna he, put plankton. That's in why there. plankton doesn't want to get the secret. That's why they don't want to get the secret formula to him because you'll find out that it's him. I saw a meme the other day I that like that would make sense. That like the chum bucket serves chum, which is what fish eat, and the crab, like the crusty crab, serves like animal meat. So like they're eating, they're like carnivorous. Oh yeah. So no. like plankton's actually trying to do the good thing by giving them the food they're supposed to eat. Yeah, chum, but they don't want to. They want to eat themselves. Yeah, <laughs> Deborah, how was public uh, children's TV in New Zealand? Well, we had like Rugrats. I just think about things you were mentioning. Rugrats and Doug, we had. Okay. But. 
there's a lot of other stuff. I don't know. We had uh, like Pinky in the Brain. Pinky in the oh, Brain. Pinky in the Brain. And, yeah. And, and and Cat Dog. Cat Dog. Oh, I forgot cat about dog. Cat Dog. Your old Cat Dog. Yeah. yeah, I like Cat Dog. <laughs> um, and like Wild Thornberries. Wild Thornberries. Yeah. Like, I like that. Yeah. We had a lo- we had a lot of American programming yeah. in general on TV. Sounds like. Was like, there anything like that you know that was like specific New Zealand? Or is that like, just like the news? We had, <laughs> no, well, yeah, there's like, I'm sure we had what's it called? I can't think. I can think of the song, the theme song. I can't think. Of, like, right, go ahead and sing it for and us. And it was like a woman. What? <laughs> go ahead and sing it for us. It's like yeah. it's our time, Fiona, Tanofa. It's our time, a special time of day. Yeah. It's like a woman sitting there, you know, kind of like, I don't know. I don't think I know that I one. I don't know if there's an American equivalent, like sitting there and they had puppets and they'd talk and learn outfit like, and like mm-hmm. lamb chops play along. Yeah, like lamb chops. Kind of like lamb chops, but like New Zealand See? lamb chops, I guess. But we also had lamb chops. Yeah. I found the equivalent at least. There okay. you go. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, you guys but are. Yeah, we have. It's funny. Like I said before, my my husband is American, but mm-hmm. I've like my whole life because of American programming on the TV, been hearing American accents. And so it's fairly normal. But then I went to Ohio and hung out with my in-laws and people can barely understand me or sometimes because it's so different. Hmm. But we oh. just get so much American programming. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I can, fucking, I can understand It's a normal you. thing to hear Americans all the time. Yeah. Yeah. We're pretty loud mouthed too. So, yeah. And we're we're pretty dumb too. So, uh, you guys watch Out of the Box? That was my favorite show as a kid. Out of the oh Box. My gosh. And on on out this podcast, we sang the the outro song. Goodbye. That shit's a bop, well. dude. To you, my friend. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, that was my favorite Never show. Even as heard kid. of that one? It's like a yeah. There's like a. It was like a like three three boxes made into a box fort in a backyard when the show would start and then they would walk to the backyard and they would go inside and then it was like just a huge like mansion in there. It's like imagination. It was, it was pretty cool. I remember that. Yeah. And they could sing like really well. So yeah. the whole show, the whole, of course I liked it. The whole show was like musical. So it was like a musical and it was like, <laughs> yeah, it was, I liked that show too. But my favorite show as a kid, kid like that, it's probably Blue's Clues. Blue's Clues. You guys, you ever heard of Blue's Clues? Mailbox. Mailbox. Oh yeah. 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 Uh, that, again, yeah, too old for it, but it was like sick day. That was on, <laughs> oh, yeah. on TV. something like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah when I was Watching when I was a kid, right? like four, five, like three, four, five, six, maybe around that age, I watched a lot of Blue's Clues. I think. Oh, and um, I really got big into Pokemon when I was in uh yeah. in kindergarten. Our, so I was six years old. I was six years old when Pokemon started airing over in the states. I think, and I really got into Pokemon. Yeah, that's the first American anime, right? Well. It, it's not American, but they put it in American. Yeah, that, I think yeah. that was the first. Yeah, I remember that made a big controversy uproar and a lot of uh, like groups. They didn't, they didn't like it. They thought it was like the devil and stuff. I feel like there was a bunch of shows that like I watched as a kid, but I was never like attached to maybe the Ninja Turtles when I was really Ninja young. Turtles. But it was like I, I feel like they weren't things weren't played on TV repeatedly over and over and over again like they started getting older i think i was just always too high energy and was just thrown outside most of the time as a kid yeah i was outside a lot too i just remember watching some tv like on saturday mornings 
you know, Saturday yeah, morning or cartoons. a snow day, especially snow Minnesota days, snow days, man. Yeah. I did Looney Tunes a lot. I can remember that being incredible and learning that one guy did the voices for all of them. I thought yeah. that was the coolest. That's thing insane. In the world. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. People yeah, are wild. Mel man. Blanc. He did the, he did the voice for like every single Looney Tune. That's crazy. And now I think you have to, if you want to be Porky Pig, you have to go through some like training thing because there's an actual like formula of his whole Porky Pig <laughs> stutter. Yeah. Wow. That's wild. That's crazy. You got to trademark it. <laughs> yeah. This this yeah, podcast man. definitely went places I didn't expect it to. So that's exactly <laughs> what the goal is. <laughs> Death metal in the wilderness and we end up at Rugrats and, and Looney Tunes. Hey. Good shit. That's what's uh, good about this. Yeah, I just gotta say, I really appreciate both of you guys uh, being super cool about it. I, I don't, I couldn't imagine how some people would react to just being like, "This guy just totally duped me," and and now <laughs> I'm talking to somebody I don't even know if I wanted to talk to them. So super cool. That's, yeah, we. Uh, I, I, I listened to some of your other podcasts. I was like, I have no idea what we're going to talk about. So yeah, you know, like you know, and that's exactly what's happened. Like we said earlier, I mean, kind of a shot in the dark here, but I mean, I guess if it goes good. You know, you can always yeah. try it again. I don't know, but I mean, <laughs> yeah. you it, can't go wrong with just conversation. Yeah, oh, you can. You definitely can. Yeah, Trust yeah. me. We we yeah. have not. I have only deleted one episode of this show, but there are specifically three episodes I can say with confidence, and I hope that those people don't listen to the show anymore because they probably know who they are. But those episodes were dog shit. So, <laughs> did not enjoy the conversation. Did not enjoy the episode. Still uploaded them, but because maybe somebody else will. You know, you never know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think I, I think I can remember at least two of those. Yeah, probably. But you guys have been but, has been fucking awesome. Yeah. Was it more like they didn't have shit to say, like awkward silence, or were they just turds? So, so at least one of them was just awkward silences. Didn't have and well, and usually when somebody doesn't have something to say, it's my job to like make sure that the conversation keeps going, which I can do. But sometimes people aren't even receptive to that. So, but. Yeah. In a different in a different case, yeah, it was definitely like the person was just not yeah. only uninteresting but a terrible guest. Like you're supposed to host, you're supposed to host this show. It's literally called "You Are the Host," but if you're not going to host it, at least be a receptive guest. And not at all. It was bad. I'm sure if you listen through our episodes, you'll find it because <laughs> it shines through. It definitely <laughs> you'll know that one. Yeah, 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 for sure. Whatever that one, I know another one too, at the top of my head, but. I don't want to say it because I don't know if they're still listening or not. Yeah, and, and no, and, and I don't have any hard feelings towards those people. It's just that podcast just not for them, you know? That's just how it is. It's a, it's a tough game. Not everybody can play. Mm-hmm. Nope. I'm just talking to random strangers on the internet. like. Yeah, we all do that anyways, but we're usually <laughs> arguing. So. Yeah, yeah, well, that's the thing. You can angrily type at somebody. We're doing we're doing say. what our parents told us not to do, which is talk to strangers. And, but yet we're we're doing it almost like every weekend. Do you guys have a van or free candy? Because I would go for it like straight. <laughs> we have we have the perfect van for that. Yeah, <laughs> and I go back there. It's a bunch of instruments. And I'm like, this is lit. That's I don't how, care what's happening. But this is get... sweet. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, I think we're gonna wrap it up there, though. I I appreciate both you guys. Thank you so much for coming on. Yeah, absolutely. Good to be Thanks here. It's a good podcast. It's been real. See you guys later. See you later. See ya. Cheers.